Hi guys, it's your host, Jamel and Tristan, with the Meet Me at the Bar podcast. Welcome back to episode six of Meet Me at the Bar podcast. I'm sat here with Jamel, my co-host. Hi guys. My name is Tristan and today we're going to be talking about protein. Um, the reason we're talking about protein is because an email just popped up on Jamel's laptop that's from Protein World, so we thought we'd talk about protein. No, I'm actually joking. There is some specific questions we've been asked, so we wanted to cover um, a couple of points. Um, there's a loads of different ways that we can go talk about protein in terms of like goal orientated, but today we're going to talk a bit about kind of how to get enough protein and where to get it from and, and some of the... I guess like the scams or the, the sort of food manufacturers which will kind of lead you on into thinking that certain proteins are better or certain products are better because it's got protein in it. So we're going to talk about that. So um, Jamel, you're going to kick off with a little bit about the, like what you were saying earlier about sort of like the protein in terms of like how to get enough. Yeah. Like. So first of all, what I'd say is if, if you're just drinking a protein shake after every workout because you think that's the right thing to do, then you're probably wasting your money. What, yeah. I, what I mean by that is like, if you've not sat down, worked out your macros, set yourself a protein target for whatever your goal may be, and you're just drinking a protein shake sort of willy-nilly, one, you may not even need that protein shake, and two, because your diet may be so poor, you might be drinking the protein shake and still nowhere near your protein target, so you're literally just putting money down the drain sort of thing. Um, so I think, for as a general rule of thumb, if you're going to take protein supplements, i.e. a protein shake, uh, a bar, or, or whatever it may be, make sure you have a protein target first, make sure you know exactly what that is, make sure you know how much protein you're getting in from whole foods every day. And then if you're, you know, 20, 30, 40 grams short, then you can then either look at changing your diet first, if there's room for improvement to then hit your protein target, or if you, your diet is pretty good and, and you're still a little bit off, then um, that's your time then when you, then you will look to supplement. Yeah, that's right. Um, and in, in getting enough protein is, is going to be different for depending on, on what your goal is and as a whole like a lot of people tend to be very very low in protein um the government guidelines are a little bit outdated like i think it's i think they recommend something like 0.8 per kilo but that's been consistently shown that that's too low for most people um so then when for example me and jamel are working with clients we, we see that people's protein is really low and that's so common because it's so easy and you usually see carbs being really high. Like, yeah. So fat's not really high, but tend to be carbs because people don't tend to have a protein source of most main meals. So you, you've, so everyone's kind of saying not eat more protein and and this, the people are seeing all these kind of messages, aren't they? Like eat more protein. Us as coaches are telling people to eat more protein. And really like the in terms of like the the recommendation now is somewhere between like 1.2 grams and two point uh, and two grams per kilo of body weight that you weigh and this you know going higher isn't necessarily better like it's probably better for like for weight loss and, and recovery and stuff like that because it can promote 
feeling full, your recovery, promote lean, uh, retaining lean muscle mass and building muscle mass and all these things. Um, but it often gets confusing and, and people start thinking that because people are telling people to eat more protein, that they have to go and have protein shakes or yeah. a protein bar where actually a protein bar or a protein shake is just is just protein. It's just food. It's the same protein that you would get from eating some chicken breast yeah. or an egg. It's just that it's in a different form that's been marketed. And the real benefits with those types of products is convenience. And it shouldn't be like a staple as to like the, the way that you get protein in your diet. Absolutely agreed, mate. So like for me now, the only time I would take a protein shake is... For example, if I got to the end of the day and I checked my fitness pal and for some reason my, my protein was looking pretty low and I had 20 or 30 grams to make up and I was at the end of the day and I sort of finished my scheduled eating, like that is then when I would take on a protein shake. Don't get me wrong, I'm an absolute sucker for a protein bar. You know, I'll, I'll spend as much money as I like that. So good. Um, almost a bit too good, to be fair. At Unit 22, they have uh, Bear Bells and they're yeah. just ridiculous mate like every flavor hits so hard um so probably one or two like a couple too many of them um but you know he's i i enjoy them still get my hit of protein um but in response to your shakes and what i was saying at the start the only time that i would go home and have a shake i always have protein powered at home but the only time i'd ever drink one is if i got to the end of the day i looked at my protein and and it was looking pretty low i wouldn't i wouldn't tend to have one the majority of the time during the day yeah, that's that's right. Um, and this it is going back to kind of the convenience thing. Like I I do include like protein powder, for example. Like you can mix it with like Greek yogurt. You can mix it into pancakes. Um, you can just have it as a normal shake. There's different ways, and it should just be there as a supplement. It should never be sort of like that main thing. And like ideally, most of your protein wants to be coming from proper whole food, nutritious choices. So thinking to things like different um different meats mainly lean meats is 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 generally better because you're going to have like lower saturated fats and fats and calories um and the things like fish um and things like eggs milk all these sort of products are really good in terms of like more like vegan sources and things like tofu lentils um various beans and stuff like that legumes is, is another name for beans so these should be kind of like your main choices to try and get your protein and hit your protein target rather than I'm just going to have protein shakes. I absolutely agree, mate. And, and also as well, you probably save yourself a few bob uh, by, by doing that. Like I, I know from experience that depending obviously on, on what protein powder you go with um, or if you buy the shakes already made like in the fridge and stuff, you're looking at probably £1.50 to £2 per serving. Yeah. Um, so protein bars is a rip off yeah and, and like a protein bar could be like if you go to Sainsbury's or Tesco's or wherever and you picked up a single protein bar you're looking at £2.50 to £3 now and if you actually look at what you get in that bar in terms of nutritious value for money um, you, you know you'd, you'd get more out of a chicken breast that's it yeah definitely definitely and you know the these another thing to just to, to mention with like the whole protein bars and protein shakes is that like some because they taste so good like they don't they're not all i mean the protein bar especially mm. like there's still 
it's still a very processed food, a protein bar. Like, yeah, it's it's probably a better choice than like a, a Mars bar, like a standard Mars bar. What should be for Mars, like, man? There's <laughs> Mars protein bars as well, isn't there? Dark and Snickers now. Yeah. Um, but they taste so good. But they, they do, and they do taste good. And that's exactly why they potentially, like, they may not always be the, the best choice because... I can eat a grenade bar and want another one straight away. Like, it doesn't <laughs> go, feel... Go on, have you, have you ever double dipped a grenade bar? 100%. Like, <laughs> like, so, for example, if, you've, if you're dieting, then that might not be the, the best choice. Like, you're probably better off with some sort of, like, meal that's not heavily processed, that's got protein in it, rather than filling yourself with a protein bar because you're just going to, A, you're going to want more, and B, it's probably not going to fill you up. So... So having having that mindset is, is is quite important, and it's not to say that they're bad, but it just comes back to that general rule of that processed foods that contain lots of kind of trans fats, as they're called, um, and higher fats and salts and sugars tend to be lower, like not as good for your health as kind of food, uh, whole food choices. Yeah. Choices, so yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. So. Uh, I think obviously we we've got the message kind of clear that you know the the clue is in the word it's a supplement it's not a staple so supplement it to help your diet if your diet's in a good place if it's not try and sort your diet out a little bit and if you still need a supplement then then you can supplement that that's it yeah and another one that we get all the time and I'll leave this one to you mate the ball's in your court um protein timings yeah protein timings yeah so it's something that um is important and isn't (laughs) like so a lot of companies again will kind of try and play on like saying that you have to have protein like as soon as you finish a workout and Mm. stuff like that when actually that window is a lot longer than what people think so it that is beneficial um for spiking your recovery and making sure that you don't lose muscle and and get into that sort of recovery building muscle process yeah to have it within about i think it's like a two-hour window but these people that run home to have a protein shake like literally like <laughs> seconds after finishing gonna, their last i'm set gonna lose my gains is, man is um is not needed at all <laughs> so um so yeah so it is so there is so timing is kind of if you want to kind of really optimize things then yeah have having having um a shake after you work out within within two hours um is is a good idea also protein timing in terms of spreading your protein across the day is is a good idea as well again if you want to optimize things it's not like essential but to optimize um what's known as like protein synthesis synthesis levels which basically means that you keep your sort of protein and amino acids topped up so you're always in this kind of um, surplus of, of amino acids so that way your your muscles are never being broken down for, for energy so by doing that every few hours that, that can help optimise things so um, promotes not losing muscle and building muscle and then the other the only other thing with timing that you may want to consider is is having like a bigger serving of protein before bed um, and that will help the, the period that you're essentially fasted so you're going to be asleep hopefully for like 8 hours so by having like a bigger serving, you're kind of just going to get through that period. And again, it's less likely that you're going to go into this um, muscle protein breakdown phase. So they would be the three key, key areas I would uh, cover with like timing. 
Spot on, mate. Oh, yeah. That's lovely. And K- then casein is the what you. I, I know. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've just talked about um, before bed and the muscle protein yeah. breakdown. So, and I hear you hear a lot of stuff nowadays about um, taking casein instead of whey before bed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a hundred percent essential, but casein does break down. Um, it's a slower release yeah. form. So, some benefits there again um, before bed. The, the fact that it's gonna slowly sort of release it um, and keep your levels sort of topped up for longer so and if you uh, mix it with the right amount of milk it's like a angel delight sort of vibe and it's banging yeah yeah it tastes it tastes pretty good if you get a good flavour yeah it does it really does it's pretty good Um, but yeah there's loads of like myths around the whole timing thing and like if you haven't if you're not too like that we're talking about optimization here like you could just get away with having two big meals a day of protein or three meals and and still hit your 1.2 to 2 grams protein per kilogram so whatever that may be so you know somewhere between like 100 to 200 grams of protein you could just hit that in in two or three meals and and still be doing all the right things for for optimal health and, and recovery and stuff it's just we're talking really sort of optimization here when we're going with the timing i know yeah because i know that when i'm for example when i'm in between clients and and you know doing social media bits and whatever and i've had a really busy day sometimes and a lot of people are in this boat you you're never going to be optimal unless you've got seven bits of tupperware that you take out with you every day which most people don't Sometimes it is literally running to the shop because I was meant to go home for lunch, but I couldn't, and then sort of putting something together. Yeah. It's, it's better to sort of, you know, take on board 40, 50 Gs of protein in that serving if you're not going to get anything later instead of thinking, oh, I'm only going to do 15 to 20 here because my, yeah. my body can't take it in and break it down sort of thing. That's it, yeah. And then that comes back to that convenience thing yeah. again, isn't it? And, it, and that, that, that really is like the thing with protein, like use it as use the kind of these choices like shakes and protein bars as more of like a, a convenience attitude to getting it in rather than thinking that's the way i get it in so yeah definitely um and that sort of leads on because we i suppose we're kind of going down that route of like buying it <clears throat> and when you go into a shop like or a supermarket or even shopping online like what what are you looking for and there's so many as we were saying earlier there's so many different people that are, are trying to put this message across have more protein and um higher protein foods and the, and there's so many of them that you have to watch out for that are basically really kind of misleading you and you'll save a lot of money if you uh, look into it a bit yeah. more and actually read I, the food labels i think i think the biggest the biggest thing for me in terms of when you're looking to buy a protein powder is one look at how many servings are in it because that's a massive thing you know um you could look at a bag and it could be like 16 quid but if it's got five servings in (laughs) then you're paying a bit of a premium um because obviously all um different companies do their powders in different size pouches and tubs etc so always work out the um serving to actual price um, range and then also on top of that then when you've worked that out actually look at how much protein and then potentially depending on what your goal is how many calories are in that protein as well yeah Um, because obviously some of them are just like basically pure protein nowadays Mm. um, but some have like loads of added extra carbs Mm. etc and like the muscle gainer shakes yeah yeah it's really really good point Um, and it's like 
it's like these like protein cookies and that you see like yeah <laughs> they might have 20 grams of protein in it but they also have like 20 grams of fat and 20 grams of sugar so the calories are like super high and then it's and then you've got a way up is that actually then supporting your goal like could you have just gone and had a protein shake for example which doesn't contain all of that um had that and then maybe had a sandwich that you like and you've ticked the boxes by ha- by having a decent sandwich that you like you've you've had enough protein because you've just drunk 20 grams of protein just for example there's so many different ways of doing it um and the the other areas to that I was going to talk about is so when you're in supermarkets all these products that'll be like high high protein so a good example is like cereals and I'm going to use Weetabix as an example so you can yeah. buy your standard Weetabix um, and then there'll be a box next to it that says high protein Weetabix so and then if you look into like like cereals in general won't have a lot of protein anyway and even when you add milk like it's going to add a bit of protein but nothing nothing like Ridiculous. near to the amounts yeah, yeah, that you yeah. want to get so then um the difference between so i think something like a 40 gram serving standard serving of weetabix maybe you get like i don't know 3.5 grams protein high protein weetabix 4.5 <laughs> grams like one gram extra and then the price will be like a quid more and it's just like it's just marketing it's just it's just marketing that's this and it's 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 misleading you don't it's just no point really well i'm a avid Weetabix eater. I'm talking, I get like the the 48 brick boxes sort of yeah. thing like, and I go in through them like no tomorrow. And I think it's, I have uh, three pieces with 200 ml of milk and I think it's only about 15 grams of uh, protein in that serving. Mm. But purely because it's like a convenience thing and I'm usually up at like 5 a.m. Mm. first client or class at six. Yeah. Like that'd be my almost like first feeding I and mean, then I'd almost have like a second breakfast on top of that but I just buy normal Weetabix because as you said like we're talking percentages and for the price once again you're uh, you're probably overspending if you if you go in for the the high protein option yeah definitely have you ever tried actually mixing up like a like a chocolate powder protein with milk and then pouring that onto your Weetabix so so instead of milk it's just like so I went through the phase <laughs> when we both worked where we worked yeah. prior yeah. and you know they had the vending machine there with all the ready-made grenade shakes just pour in. one of them on I used to take three <laughs> bricks of Weetabix so they just pour one yeah. of the shakes on yeah um, good, it tastes good as well like yeah really it does good. it does it's a good it's a good option that for um for quick if you like Weetabix as well, it's just another way to get it in. And then that was like that was like what like twenty seven Gs of protein I was getting with the with yeah. the actual ready made shake and then the Weetabix. But then once again, that then become a a, a three pound breakfast instead of a one pound fifty breakfast. Say for example, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's all it's all balancing out, isn't it? Yeah. So that so there's like some of the things you got to watch out for, like these the the way it's marketed, and then so there's, there's I suppose there's two things. One is that you you're not really getting much protein. Um, and you're having to spend more money for that very little increase of protein. But, and then the other thing is, is where a product will say high protein, but that product will also have loads of fats um, and, and carbs and stuff. So then the, potentially that may not be very supportive of your goal because of the, the, all of the extra calories and stuff in it. And is, is it processed or not as well? So they would be the key things really, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a big one for me, especially on the on the protein shakes. If you don't really know what you're looking for, make sure you check the amount of proteins in it, 
sorry, the amount of protein that is in the product mm -hmm. and then how much calories is in per serving. Yeah. Because then you can look on the back, then you'll actually see, um, like, obviously there's, <clears throat> you can actually see on most packaging that on the lean protein, you know, your servings are probably somewhere between about 100 to about 120 grams. Yeah. Um, sorry, 100 to 120 cows, whereas yeah. on the mass gainers, they could be like <laughs> 300 a shake or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah ridiculous. And obviously, if you, if you're- You've had one of them. Uh, no, like no. <laughs> um, and if you're coach or if you're looking to be in a deficit, the chances are if you're taking 300 cows in on a shake a day, then, <laughs> then you're gonna be going over that at some point. Yeah. Most people don't need them. There's there's a, there's some people that may benefit in there. There's like these like hard gainers um, that that may benefit from them. But it, I think it all depends who you are as well. Like for someone like myself, who you, probably, you might be okay. You churn through a lot of calories. Yeah. Don't you? So so my maintenance is about three point two three thousand two hundred cows. For me to want to build muscle and be in a bit of a surplus, like I'd be looking at with the activity that I do, I'd be looking at about 3,500 calories. Yeah. And I know I would struggle to put that in my mouth yeah. every day. Yeah. So then that was that is when I would look at them potentially having Medical. one of these mass gainer shapes. Beneficial convenience. Yeah. Um, but because I'd just feel stuffed if I put 3,500 calories of food in my mouth. Yeah. I remember trying them before and I just. They're just, uh, they're just so sickly. I see people doing all kinds of crazy things like putting like olive, like tablespoons of olive oil yeah, in with their shakes and stuff. Oh, in, yeah. mate, no, no, no. Yeah, but that, I mean, that would, that would work. But <laughs> God, it must taste like absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I'm not about that life at all. So um, there's loads of other topics and routes we could go down with protein, um, but we're not going to go down that today. Um, we are going to go into a completely different topic now and just talk a little bit about the Euros because that's starting today. So we're filming it today on Friday, the 11th of June. Who's going to win now? Quick. Three, two, one. For England. I'm going to say England. <laughs> I'm going to say England because it's, it's kind of like a home tournament, isn't it? Like, have you seen the, have you seen the, the games at Wembley? I have, yeah. Like, literally, what is it? The last 16, the semis and the final. So it's only the quarters that we're not in a in a home stadium. We've got to get to the quarters is, first. Yeah, mate. exactly. We've got to get we've <laughs> got to get to that. But yeah, that'll probably be the game that we go out, wouldn't it? <laughs> Usually is. Um, no, I don't know. I think I think there's a good chance. If not, I think France have been pipped for haven't they? I think. Well, I'd I'd back France. Um, I'd just like to share a story though. Like, so all my friends are have like bought like England tops or have England tops. I have and. We're, we're going to watch the games together on Sunday. So this is the coming Sunday. So when this gets released on Tuesday, this would have been two days prior. And I would have been the only one without a top. So I've gone on to, so this is Friday today. So I've gone on to Pro Direct on Wednesday evening late. I'm speaking. Not, not cheap, are they? No, I, <laughs> I, I brought, I wanted to buy, I had two retro ones that I was in like, I was like in a toss up with. And I decided on the one that I want. And then because I was talking to my mate, I ended up ordering the one that I didn't want. So I've paid like 30 quid for this top plus then like eight pound next day delivery and I've ordered the wrong top and you can't cancel it. So then I've had to then order the top that I want for 30 quid and play another eight pound next day delivery. So I've ended up paying 76 pounds for a 30 pound top. Oh no. <laughs> mine there, mine, I think mine was 70 pounds, quite a lot. So we've all, um, so I'm going in at a stag do on the, 
did the game against the Czech Republic. Yeah, so that's the third one, isn't it? Yeah, so we were all going, we all decided to get the English shirt. And um, yeah, I, just, like, I thought that's quite, it's more than what I remember when I, I mean, the last one I bought was probably like five, six years ago. The, the, official, quid. the official one's 70 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, official yeah. one's 70 quid, yeah. Have you seen, but have you seen all the retro ones that they've like, nah, everyone's brought them. up? So like, or there's the 1990, 98 home in a way that they've brought out, 2002 home in a way they've brought out. That's just terrible, by the way. The 1990 and the 98 ones are nice, but and the 1992, but the 2002 is absolutely awful. It was the one with the, the badge on the left and then the red stripe going directly through the badge. Yeah. And that's the worst England worst top I've ever seen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think they've got a good chance. Do you? like? They, they, they've got... Like their players are quality this time. Like I, th- I think, like it all depends how Southgate sets up. Yeah. I was reading uh, something on Sky Sports where it was like writers pick what they think Southgate will field against Croatia, mm. and then what they would do. And basically, like three, I think out of five, like all come up with the same starting eleven, which I think Southgate will pick. But then no one none of the writers then actually pick that so I, I think it just goes to show the mindset that everyone thinks that Southgate has yeah so that's worrying I suppose isn't well, it? I, I just can't wait to sing it's coming home for one day and then lose, yeah, and then lose it, against Croatia yeah, and then everywhere <laughs> yeah it's an interesting one isn't it this year because it is quite different isn't it with like yeah. the restrictions yeah restrictions and like how it's all like dotted about like the stadiums and stuff it's nice though because there's like a bit of a buzz again and mm-hmm. then hopefully fingers crossed by the end of the tournament we might be out of social distancing potentially um, it doesn't look like it obviously with the <laughs> potential setbacks but a boy can dream um, so that would be like a quite a nice ending to the tournament if we could have some like non-social distancing sort of like gatherings at pubs and stuff you know that would be like a really nice atmosphere because I remember was it three years ago now at the World Cup? Like that was that was class. Yeah, it was the, the atmosphere was live a few years ago, wasn't it? It was yeah. like a proper good summer, weren't it that year? And oh, we obviously weather. done well, didn't we, to get to the was it the semis? Yeah, I was yeah. in. Uh, I remember losing to Croatia. I was. Oh, uh, I was in Magaluf. Sure. Cafe Cafe Mambos, I think. <laughs> but it was mental there. Sure, my age there, mate. I think I was yeah. about, I think I was nineteen at the time. Oh, I bet that was good. Yeah, it was decent, but. Um, but I don't think England will win it but you've got a backham haven't you yeah you've got a backham I think well I suppose we say these things every time oh it looks it looks good but they do they've got like a pretty good depth I think this time like the only thing I would say like they're lacking a bit of experience in, in the team like the, like throughout the, especially in the defence like they're lacking a bit of leaders I'd say I was gutted for uh, Trent as well yeah. obviously all that speculation and yeah, then yeah, he, got, yeah. he gets and injured in the warm up not good. One Liverpool player, isn't it? And he's Henderson, and he's not Just even Hen- fit. I know. <laughs> uh, did you see what Roy Keane said about him? Savage. Yeah, I know. Roy Keane savaged it like every time, though, didn't he? <laughs> I saw that. That was quite funny. Um, but yeah, well, enjoy the Euro- uh, enjoy the Euros anyway. I think it would be pretty decent. Yeah. So um, hopefully, when you're hearing this, then uh, we've actually won the first. Yeah, game. we've got three points on the board. Three points, and then on looking the forward to Scotland on Friday. Yeah, so smash the smash the Scots, and that could be quite controversial. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back for another episode the the following week. So we shall meet. Um, so 
if anyone's got any questions or anything guys that they'd like us to cover in future podcasts then please drop either of us a dm on instagram mine is um at jamel underscore the bar and myself the the bar underscore tristan oh, oh god i got it i got it the wrong way around mine is the bar underscore no, jamel guys don't even know my own instagram handle and yeah if you've enjoyed these podcasts and um, we'd be very grateful if you could uh, leave a review um short review or, or anything on on apple if you're listening to on apple and that really helps with just being able to reach more people and and hopefully help more people so um we will be back again next week with another, another episode beautiful thanks guys cheers guys